Podcast about video games and beer. I'm Ben. I'm here with Adol. Hey. Hey. And for video viewers, you'll see a man sat next to him. It's Isaac. Hey, Isaac. Yeah. Hello. Uh, sister podcast, This Next Act co-founder, Isaac. Yep. Yep. And then I, I you know, I, I left that. So yeah. now I'm here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just a, a year yeah. later. Yeah. Like, a year later, decided I was, I was switching podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> Nice. It's quite, the, uh, it's quite the steal yeah, really for do. us, yeah. really. Yeah. Listeners at home, you wouldn't believe how much they're paying me. <laughs> About yeah. half a beer, probably. <laughs> half uh, no, two it's, beers. It's, it's, it's three thirds. We're going to have yeah. three because there's two of us. Nice. That's fair. That's fair. Why don't, yeah. you, uh, why don't you crack open the first beer then? What have you got? So, uh, first off, shout out to uh, listener and uh, philosopher friend Michael, last name withheld, because I didn't ask if I could say his name, um, who fair. shipped me... Um, five Viennese beers because uh, I met him Ooh. in Vienna and he works for a craft brew pub. Nice. Um, so we are doing a Vienna night. Um, that sounds like Mennonite or something. Oh, yeah, I'm a Vienna night. <laughs> I don't really like technology, but um, <laughs> I have to also mention that he, he shipped the beers in a, a GTX 1060 box, which I thought was choice. Um, yep, it's, it's literally craft beer and video games. Um, we good. are drinking the local hero. From Next Level Brewing, and it has no flavor text, but it is a pale ale. Um, it's got 30 IBUs. It's special. It's a special beer from 12.8 degrees P. I don't actually. I miss. 12.8 degrees Plato. Nope, it's just not focusing. Doesn't matter. Um, so it's for 5.4%. Uh, it's it's a. It's got the the wheat syrup, Pilsner, Vienna, and Cara. It's a three out of ten. I can't count. That's not ten. Three out of seven maltiness. It's got Centennial, Simcoe, and Chinook, or Chinook, if you are me. And it is a five out of eight hoppiness and a two out of eight bitterness, because that's what eights are, not tens or sevens. Well, I'm good at Was the first beers. one an eight as well? Or? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just bad at counting. Look, I do logic and film maths, like slash set theory. Four is the biggest number you need. And, and luckily, as you can tell from the label on the back, if you look around here, it actually does not contain any pregnant women. Oh, that's true. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, it that's there are good. no pregnant women. Yeah, for, for you YouTube viewers. Oh, yeah, it's just not focusing today. No. Um, anyway. Is it vegan, then? Um, It doesn't say... No. I would presume it is, as most craft beers don't use finnings, but perhaps it's not, in which case Isaac can't drink it. It, it better be <laughs> vegan, is what, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so now I have to figure out what happened. I, cool. I grabbed you... two, two yeah. really different size glasses, forgetting I was oh, no. going to equal pour. Oh, dear. <laughs> Why don't you crack yours? I'll crack mine. I'm going to drink um, a new beer from Yonder Brewing and Blending. Which mine focuses. Look, there we go. How lovely. Um, oh, which up. is, I believe, called Catch or Cash, C A C H E. Uh, brew with carefully prepared acorns and a touch of sweet gale. This rich dark ale boasts. 
both bitter and roasty notes alongside hints of caramel from the forage nuts, as well as the darker malts. So all I'm getting from that today, it is 5.3%. Why do they look such different colours? Um, I poured yours slightly more stably. Also, okay. I'm not sure actually. Yeah. This is yeah. I don't. It's been, can you see how they look? Uh, they're sort they of starting to. Yeah, equalize. it's because there's just way more um, carbonation on this one, yeah. so it's making it look lighter. Yeah. Did you but did you pour that? Did you pour the thinner glass first, perhaps? No, I didn't. Okay. That's the weird part. I did kind of rush the pour because I was like pretty sure that's half, and then I was like, okay. But this one has an activator at the bottom. Or no. It, does this glass have an activator? No, no, I don't okay. know what you're talking about. You, you know, the, it's the thing, right? Certain, no? The bubbly I mean, thing. Yeah, the, the bubbly thing. Yeah. I, I don't think I've ever had beer from a bubbly thing glass. Oh, you definitely have had beer from a bubbly thing glass. I definitely haven't used the bubbly thing. Um, okay, so, uh, unfortunately, I did also didn't think that with pint glasses, especially a super tall one, um, and half pours, nosing will be difficult. Yes. So I'm getting a maltiness. Um, it's pretty light. There's not. There's no fruit or citrus or anything. Um, there's something there. What do you think that smell is, Isaac? I I think it is kind of fruity. What kind of bit. fruit? Um, well, not apples. No, uh, no. It's so kind of like tropical. Or are you thinking citrus? No. Okay. You know what it is. It's a it's a hint of Fanta fruit twist. Interesting. <laughs> is that what you're getting from the getting fizziness? The, uh, I'm not getting that, but also I don't really know what Fanta Fruit Twist smells like, right. so I, I maybe I am getting that. Um, yeah, what I mean, is, I, it, is I, it a pale? Yeah, it's a pale ale. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, so uh, now that is settled, I think they they, yeah. they match quite well. Uh, it still looks a little bit. Yeah, I think that's just because yeah. density. But um, oh yeah, well, give it a sip. Have a big swig. That is really light. Yeah. Um, there is no octopus, despite the label. <laughs> um, well, there might be. I mean, we don't know if it's vegan, right? Yeah, yeah. that's true. You, you might be going to... What is vegan hell? I guess uh, that's just the planet Earth, really. <laughs> yes, yeah. Yeah, vegan hell is the planet. Well, yeah. I, I was gonna, I'm going to live in an abattoir for the rest of eternity. Um, so, what's going on here? Um... Uh, there's a bit of a light citrus. That maltiness is still there, kind of in the four. Just rounding things out, adding a sweetness that I was sort of expecting a little more bitter, even though it's just a pale ale versus an IPA. Yeah. Um, I do like how there's a lingering bitterness. Like, that bitterness mm. is, doesn't change, but it just, as everything else fades, you sort mm. of have a nice aftertaste of just like, oh, yes, I am having beer. Yeah. Mm. Um. So that that initial taste, do you do you have any inkling yeah, what that might I, be? Um, well, so the thing, one thing I will say is, if anyone is confused, it's not Fanta Fruit Twist. It is actually something different. That's fair. <laughs> um, so I don't know. I mean, it, it. I think it does kind of taste fruity to me, but I can't really put. I can't really. I mean, I don't really know what sort of fruit. That's fair. Mm. Isn't um, that sort is of it, just that general tropical the, kind of fruity flavor? I'm not getting anything tropical. No, it's not no. really tropical. No. So is it because there's a sweetness? Uh, no, it's more like the... I mean, this is going to go real quick because we keep taking sips and we're splitting yeah. the fucking bottle. Yeah. As I kind of... 
more like the sort of the slight acidity. Okay, yeah, I'll buy that. Yeah. Oh, actually, now that you mention that, there's a bit of grapiness. Yeah. Right before the finish, there's like that. This is little. But uh, not like not like um, not like fresh grapes. But like no, like like you know. Um, I don't know if that was a really dumb thing to say. No, no, it's not. It's yeah. never a dumb thing. It's okay. a one, like you, it's not like there's, there's no crisp hit, but it's yeah. like. Like day old green grapes, there's like that generic yeah. grape flavor that's really low mm. key. I think there's something like that before the bitterness sort of kicks back in and takes over, like sort of between the fore and the aftertaste. I think there's just something, and I think it's just that crispness and that mm. a, 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 a bit of um, that sweetie fruitness that you're you're hi, um, highlighting, and I'm just calling that grapey. Mm. Do love grapes. Nice. Oh, grapeist. That's uh, well. Hey. That is an actual sketch. Yeah, yeah, that's so why. We yeah, can't, was... So for legal reasons, <laughs> we cannot make that joke. No, I know we're referencing it, so people will oh, look it yeah. up. We're adding to their YouTube views. <laughs> good, good. You two knock that one use. back. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and, uh, they are paying us for that. I'm, I, I will say though, um, um, it's it's yeah. There's not huge taste hits off this beer. Mm. It's, it's quite a, it's it's a nice pale ale that has a bit of a multi start and then uh, like Isaac said some some, some fruity moments um, and then I like that it sort of fades slightly bitter like I'm not mm-hmm. needing to reach for it there's a taste that lingers but yeah so that is the <coughs> local hero do you have any last th- uh, other thoughts feel free to comment later if something yeah no I mean um... no cool. Yeah. How about you, Ben? How is beer That's one? That's fair. Uh, beer one. What was that? Yonder cash. Um, <coughs> it's nice. It it's like <laughs> it doesn't give me. Um, I mean, Yonder never kind of give a style on their bottles. It did say it was a uh, this rich dark ale, but I'm getting more of a kind of a barley wine vibe from it. Really. Um, it's like much more malty. Yeah, malty, and just a, it's got this sort of hint of sweetness to it as well, which in the flavour is a little bit more sort of bitter, a little bit more kind of roasted, as the as the note sort of suggested. But uh, it's it's kind of got that sort of like earthy, foraged sort of smell to it as well. So it's kind of really, I don't know, I get my nose like right in. And it's almost got that hint of like sort of a, a wet, sort of woodland floor you know it's kind of almost oh, like cut a, grass a little bit earthy a little like, bit sort like of kind of peaty even it's, it's or not quite ooh, not quite peaty it doesn't quite edge on there it's just just a little bit kind of earthy but it's really hmm. it's really easy and it's really nice it doesn't have any kind of um, sort of bad flavour to it at all with that earth it's not like too deep in its in its earthiness making it sort of like a muddy kind of flavour it's just just really smooth and easy, and it's got a slight um, carbonation to it as well, which gives it almost this little zip, which hmm. is really nice, kind of like right at the end as you've gone through all of these little flavors, a little bit of bitterness, a little bit of sort of roasted kind of malts coming off there as well, for that carbonation to kind of kick back in towards the end and just give you that little lift, sort of right at the end of your sip, and it's very easy to just dip back in straight away. Excellent. Um, what was mm. the percentage again? It was uh, 5.3. Okay, so it's actually pretty much the same as ours, despite being mm. sort of a, a darker and it seems like bigger taste journey. Yeah, I mean, if, for similar ABVs, these are two very different beers, like completely opposite ends of the spectrum 
almost for well, I mean, um, for something that's kind of supposed but yeah yeah, we could have done a lager and a stout. Uh, but yeah, but, I hear what you're saying. Yeah. Cool. But yeah, it's really nice. It's going to it's gonna disappear. It's got this nice, uh, cause, cause, you know, it, it looks very dark and kind of very, um, very black on camera, but under the light, it's really, really brown. And it is, it is, does look like a, a, a nice brown out. It's got that lovely sort of, level of head to it which sort of sticks around on the glass a little bit as well so it's it just it's looks thinner really... than like a stout or a porter despite the way it looks so yeah it's... yeah it is it is definitely a bit thinner but it looks really nice it smells really nice and it tastes fucking fantastic so i've done well excellent well i've not i've just picked a good beer someone else has done really well Wait, in making you've done it. well you picked yeah. it you've hey. done well you got these for free yeah that's true yeah you've done really well yeah, we've done well. You've well got, you're getting this I'm, for free I'm too. This for free as well. yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm already wasted. Oh, well, you've had two beers? No, I know. I, I had know. three. I had a beer before. We, Did you? Yeah, wow. Well, I had, uh, I had one at uh, lunch. Yeah. Just started early. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you've got to start early. Uh oh. Is there a cat? Does the cat come back? No. <laughs> it's, yeah, I mean, it's not a cat, it's actually a person. Yeah, yeah, oh. no. It's a person. Who yeah. groomed the cat? Yeah. Ah. Don't worry about it. <laughs> communal, communal cat love is always good. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, the house loves Dorian. They take care of him. Nice, um, nice. So, should we move on to our first talking point tonight? Yeah, yeah. What is our first talking point, Ben? Oh, gamers are cunts. Oh, that talking point? Isn't that every week's talking point? <laughs> Almost. Usually, we come in quite nicely. Um, Talk about a lovely little game we played, or something nice that's been happening. But no, just this this week. Gamers TM. Fuck them. Yep. Uh, do you want to go over the specific furor that happened? Yeah. I mean, it's it's. There's there's been several things we could be talking about. Fucking anything, right? This week, really. Uh, oh, it's but... been. I mean, games have been in the news and in the Twitter yeah. sphere for various reasons this week. Uh, but I think, uh, what was it, July 31st? It's the day after my birthday. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it's a nice oh, birthday present for me. Hooray, happy birthday. I mean, you've just read about it now, so it clearly well, wasn't. And... Well, it may have been a birthday present for me at the time, and uh, I've only just read about it now. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, so uh, I, don't, I don't know why I invited you to say a thing, and then I'm like, <laughs> I will give you the date in which you can start your narrative, Ben. But I did. You were taking too long. So that start was your yes, narrative, basically, yeah. 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 Right, Ooblets. Ooblets, that's a game. It's a game that's being developed right now. If anyone By wants whom? to look for it. It's Double O-Blitz. Um, who's it being made by? Oh, no. I'm on their website and everything. I know who this game is being well, made by. that's what I thought. And you said, no apples. Yeah, I think, I think I'd take it and back. And you kind of prejudiced my opinion on it. And I was like, well, I kind of think it is apple but I don't want to say so because I'll feel silly now. What, your yeah. beer? Your beer's a bit apple well, that's what I thought, uh, and uh, and Adil said no, and now he's just said yes. No, I said I didn't see apple. Uh, sense I didn't see apple. apples in here. Yeah, I didn't sense Can't see apples. Any. I don't know where they are. I didn't sense apples originally, um, but now now actually there's some. What sense. is what are your usual ability to sense apples? I mean, usually well, sight, yeah. but, but I'm not going to invoke sight, given the mocking you just gave me. Well, clearly that's not what I meant. Hence, I've reverted to the, the type, the, not the token. Okay. okay. Of senses, 
Um, sorry, you were going to say a thing, and then no, it well, turns I'm, out I'm Isaac glad, is just I'm, as derailed as I am. <laughs> I'm glad you covered for me whilst I found out that Ooblets is made by Glumberland, which are a, a small developer, a, a, a wife yeah, and husband two main, yeah, team. A couple, right? Um, basically, Not even in problem. a nutshell, mm. at the end of July, they announced that they would be um, releasing on PC on Epic Game Store exclusively. Um, still releasing on Xbox One, which I think is yep. the only console they've currently got um, going at the moment. I haven't seen anything yeah, for PS4 or Switch at is, all. That's correct, yeah. Yeah. So they said, hey, we're going to be joining Epic. And the reason why reasons. is because it gives us much more financial stability. Uh, you know, they have, I can't remember the exact wording that they use, um, but they will match a minimum. Um, yeah. Projected sales. Projected sales pitch, basically, yes. Uh, yes. So they're so going the big, to fund them through that. So the big move is Epic will is basically front-loading their projected sales across all PC platforms mm. and giving them that money literally up front so that yeah. they can finish the game without without crunch, without like having to rush, without being worried about other things and possibly going out of business before the money starts rolling in. Yep. Um, and they're guaranteed that. And then, you know, and again... Uh, for those of you who are unfamiliar, Epic's big, big move is they're giving an extra, what is it, 5% to developers compared to Steam's cut? Or is it 10? Oh, I can't remember the exact yeah. breakdown, a, a, a but yeah, they're percentage. giving more. Yeah, mm-hmm. so once they pass that barrier, they'll, like, if they hit that minimum threshold, they'll now getting, start getting the bigger cut on anything past that threshold. But they're guaranteed this money because Epic believes their product will ship that many things. Yeah. Um, I think that's super important because what's lost in this noise is why someone might want to do this, and it's because they're a couple, and they want to not release. They not want to have to rush, which is common in games, like having, and then get like fucking thrashed by people because they promised features in their Kickstarter that they couldn't follow through with because they didn't have enough money and needed to hit their um, mm-hmm. targets. So. I think it is important to note that they were they did start with a Kickstarter, which um, said, um, which, and they have a Patreon. Um, yep. But neither of those things ever promised a key. That's right. Steam, yeah. Which yeah. is important. So no one funding through a crowdfunding source was ever offered for a type for for, for money a, a code for the game. Essentially, they were just funding the developers to make the game without any kind of um, reward, essentially, or any kind of product sort well, of at any, the any end of it for free like, or for yeah. their initial kind of investment. Um, I know um, Glumberland have been have been kind of kicked for this, but in the, the follow-up post over on Medium, um, Ben um, goes into, uh, or, or just talks quite briefly about how they went and spoke to their patrons first as well, and talk to people about this and actually said, you know, if you guys want to pull funding, you don't want to pay for this anymore, you want to take away what you've invested into us, you know, that's that's your decision. We want to, basically, we want to make this as upfront and as open and transparent as possible about what we're doing and why we're doing it and giving you the, 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 the choice and the decision to, you know, take your money back if that is something you want to do. Um, all of this kind of seemed okay you know they they did um quite a tongue-in-cheek um blog post on their website about why they've done this that tongue-in-cheek i mean it's it's not and i read through it and i'm thinking yeah this makes sense you know it's it's got a slight edge of humor to it 
they do poke fun a little bit. You know, it does say gamers TM at one point yeah. in their post because it's that's a thing that exists it, in the world. It's a thing that exists. Group, yeah. So you know, they're they're talking about why people might be angry at Epic and those sorts of things. You know, trying to work through the reasoning for their decisions, essentially, yeah. um, and <laughs> and basically. They then spent a week just battling people on the internet and getting shit thrown at them. Um, and, and, and I mean, crucially, not the people who have thus far supported their game, but people who were angry at the notion of Epic exclusivity uh, and argue on behalf of their patrons or their Kickstarter Kickstartees. Yep. I, I, mean, I think it's just incredible that, that random strangers on the internet aren't being incredibly polite and, you know... Oh, especially in gaming. About these issues. Especially I know, in and it's just, it, doesn't, it doesn't make any sense to me. Like, whenever I've encountered random strangers on the internet, they've been incredibly polite. Yeah, you know? and, and then, you know, and they definitely don't deploy words... No. ...that, that yeah. start with and, oh, oh, and that rhyme was, with oh. that, that, that measure that's both... To a, even... Uh, the cocktail measure. You yes. know what I'm talking about? Mm, yep. Yeah. To even to even suggest that it's just blasphemy, I think, blasphemy. against the internet. Yeah. Um, where yes, yeah, where I mean, everyone the, it is was Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was it was just pure unadulterated vitriol. And I think mm. if you haven't read the medium piece, it's worth going into the details because I actually think <clears throat> that Ben's super self-effacing, where he's like, Yeah. I am used to a tone with my followers that I, even though uh, that I didn't really second guess when I, but even though I knew other people would be reading this and it was taken totally out of context. Um, but also a lot of these things were Photoshopped and awful. And also um, you people don't speak for my fans because my fans and I, like, like you said, Ben, um, they were in touch with these people when they moved well, they told the Patreon, hey, look, we're getting a, a fuck ton of money to, to give stability and finish to this game from Epic. We don't need your support, and also if you're uncomfortable with that, we definitely don't want you to continue to support it. If you want to continue to support, obviously we'll take it, but like, we're, we needed to get to get the game finished, we needed like people like you to get to this point, and, and this seems like a straightforward deal. What do you think about it? And also, if you think negatively about it, there's no hard feelings. Yeah. Um, and and that move that they did was really prescient because most of the vitriol is about how they're like double dipping or stuff like that. And as people who haven't been informed, obviously, um, because they say things like, "Well, you you know, you promised a Steam key." Like, no, they didn't. Um, yeah, you're being anti-consumer by but like, putting it on one storefront, and it's just the same oh, I mean, sort of tired arguments rolled we, out again and again. Isaac. Yes, you and I have some knowledge of economics and what the free market represents. Some. So let me, let, let me let me maybe give you this total tangential okay. hypothetical. All right. Ah, oh, uh, I love these. Yeah. Okay. So imagine a marketplace of products yep. that has one primary vendor who then se- sells on mm-hmm. to the third party. So everyone goes through one route, and there are a couple. Let's call sm- them Besco. No, let's call them team ah, um, and, ah, and sometimes okay. there's a couple other vendors that yep. are really specific that sell a specific set of third party um, products to other people yeah let's call it um, play and Rigin and ah. og 
Um, <laughs> Og. <laughs> I don't know. Come on, good old games. Og. Um, but most of the traffic for let's let's say two decades has been yeah. this is the primary thing. And actually, the way they service this product and sell this product has some interesting features that these other small town people don't. Yeah. So now imagine someone else gets a huge influx of cash and says, mm-hmm. what if I gave a better deal to these third-party people selling this type of product um, and I have my own marketplace, uh, my yeah. own front-end store, that my product is being the person who, who who's the middleman, yeah. right, the store. Um, and I'm going to give a better deal to the people, the producers, um, but also I'm not charging the consumers anything above and beyond. Not, mm. Access to my thing is just as free as other people. Mm. But I don't have some add-on features like the ability to talk to your friends while yeah. consuming these goods. Yeah. Is the fact that someone chooses to be deal with someone who with this new producer inherently, fundamentally anti-consumer, anti-capitalist? Well, you know, I, 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 I'm going to be honest. I, I'm starting to wonder if this might be an analogy to the real world. Um, and oh yeah, and we're calling it the the pick store. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I think obviously, obviously, if you're selling things to consumers, um, then you know you have to do it in a certain way. Otherwise, you are anti-consumer. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's practically socialism so, to think that there might be competitors in a marketplace. Yeah, it's funny. Well, it's funny. okay. So this is uh, this is. Uh, I don't look. I don't really know anything about this story. Um, but as someone who's read, who's uh, read about it a few minutes ago, I have an expert opinion which I want to give, um, which is that. So I in in a lot of these things involving um, so, which I mentioned just before we started the podcast that uh, Epic Games has a. Uh, is part owned by Tencent, Tencent Media, which is which is a huge company in China, and a lot of that influx of cash that Epic Games has had has been from Tencent. If I'm correct, yeah, I think so. Right? Yeah. Oh no, no, sorry. The the, the big influx of cash for Epic is not Tencent. Tencent oh. only owns, I think, literally ten percent. Ah. Yeah. The influx of cash is Fortnite. Ah. And all all of the accessories. Okay. And Fortnite's a free game. Yeah. You can see why I was chosen to speak on a games yeah, podcast yeah. No, but, but I mean yeah. I, I think it's yeah having an influx of cash is yeah. important I think yeah, it's yeah, probably yeah. finished yeah. Your, your point yeah no well it was that but it, I mean so I think you know with a lot of these things uh, people on the internet um, again it's kind of incredible that people on the internet don't have these informed opinions um, yeah. but uh, you know they'll, they'll say things like oh the, the, the Chinese are taking over they're doing all these sort of like crazy things and like Tencent has bought this uh, it was a similar thing with Reddit Right when they bought like a stake in Reddit, and everyone thought they were going to control it, and because Tencent run WeChat, which they sort of control for the Chinese government because they have to, yeah. um, even though che- Tencent is a is a private company, but obviously there's heavy government influence because it's a Chinese company, um, and you know people, I think there is this sort of worry that uh, that <clears throat> that companies like Epic Games will sort of like there, there's this kind of weird Chinese influence that people don't like, right? They're like mm. they're going to start controlling their lives and selling their data and doing all these like weird things, and uh, as as someone that has lived in China for for eight months and just got back, I, I can tell you that is entirely true, and uh, they are coming after you, and they they will steal your children, <laughs> and if you buy this game Ooblets on Epic Games, then you are, you are basically you, you're going to be in a prison camp. Um, <laughs> so I think I think you mean an, an immigration detention center. An immig- 
<laughs> we use the we use the correct terminology at least. Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, um, yeah. Riffin, riffin. I didn't know. I, yeah, I wasn't yeah. sure if that was appropriate or. Uh, I mean, it's all appropriate. Random there. tangent joke that took a long time for a very no, little good. payoff. No, it's uh, good. Um, but like, obviously, we're we're being very tongue in cheek, but it it shows no. just how um, shallow these takes are. It's really I don't mm. like change or I, I wanted to like I wanted to buy this thing in the way I, I wanted to do and thus I because I'm used to be being able to do that you must be doing a wrong to me and you should be racially slurred mm. um, in all kinds of ways in ways where it's yeah. like they, I mean they use the k-word for um, the fact that these developers are Jewish but they also mm. do a bunch of n-words whether it's and we're doing something to your wife, or you're both mm. n words, and it's 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 so like mm. transparently hostile in mm-hmm. the sense that like they're just trying to be hostile. But like, I'm sorry, slow your roll. Mm. If your favorite brand of coconut oil was only available at Tesco's, you don't yell at the company for not selling it at Sainsbury's. I think these people might. Oh, they definitely. They probably yeah, they do. Yeah, but like, yeah. this is this is the yeah. insanity, right? Yeah. It's yeah. the outrage. It's the outrage also, crowd. I said flavor that cry of coconut oil <laughs> meant brand. Yeah. Can you imagine a non-coconut flavor Stra- strawberry flavor? Strawberry flavored coconut oil. That could happen. Oh, yeah. I'm the worst. Yeah. Um. Cool. Well, we've olive oil flavored coconut oil. Um. So we've talked a lot. Ben, did you have anything you wanted to say about? Like, really, we just wanted to vent about. Mm. I mean, my big thing was. I mean, the vitriol is yeah. sadly GamerGate, GamerTM mm. usualness, mm. but the like the claims against. Picking exclusivity for standard market reasons is anti-consumerist. When really, what they want to say is, "I want to buy it from the monopoly store." Is yeah. so crazy to me yeah. that, as a former economist, I just want them to die in a fire of yeah. supply and demand. I'm not really. I'm, I'm genuinely. Not, I don't understand what the when they say anti-consumer, like what do what does what are they what oh. is being anti-consumer about that oh so th- so i am a consumer this is sort of somehow not beneficial for me therefore it's anti-consumer um, so i think what they're trying to say so this this is the move that is so short-sighted that right. you, when you immediately see it yeah um exclusivity means it's not sold in all the stores right okay. that's anti-consumers okay. except what they are really angry about but then they they would have to what if that was the move, then you'd have to say most games released in the past 20 years have been almost only on Steam. Thus, yeah. those are all anti-consumer because yeah. I might want to buy it on Aug and Play and Rigin. And mm. they've never made this claim, yeah. right? So it's clearly not that. It's I want the Monopoly store because I'm used to it and it's more convenient for mm. me. And you're anti-consumer because you're choosing a different store. Also, M- Monopoly middlemen... Let's, worse, let's, yeah. assuming, let's assume that Monopoly middlemen are really pro-consumer all the time and do all these good things yep, for them. Sure, yep. Right. Mm-hmm. You've still got this case where they're anti-producer. Yeah, they're yeah, but they're fine with that because they don't want... Right, they, okay. They don't oh, give a shit. They obviously don't care okay. about the, the producer because they're yeah. fucking being assholes to the, yeah. the two people who are making this game. They're like... It's a, such a small-scale yeah. thing. It's like literally like... I am against you, but you have to be for me. Yeah. 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 Okay. Oh, the worst. Um, I think we might need another beer, but yeah. Ben, while, while, while I um, grab a beer, uh, um, you, I feel like we've kept talking mm. around and over you. Um, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. I think the only thing I'm kind of pulling from this is the um, 
the idea that people are seeking out these guys to give them shit. So, you know, they had a huge influx of people on their Discord channel, which clearly aren't people who have ever given a shit about the game before, just going there to do it. And it, it this very much mirrors kind of other social changes going on within the world. Um, we'll try not to get too political with it, although we Why might not? do in a minute. Anyway, yeah. So it, it kind of, I mean, it 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 just it just mirrors fucking all of the shit that's just happening in the world, and it's kind of you want <clears throat> games and this kind of entertainment to be a lot of the times an escape from that kind of shit. Yeah. You know, to, we, to we take your like mind off of things. And make non-political games yeah. about the end of the world. Exactly. And fighting. Mm-hmm. And, and terrorism. And, and people who have chosen to make games and make an entertainment product for people's enjoyment then having to just, you know, go through a week of shit because they have made a financial decision to ensure That's, that they are f- able to fucking eat food. Good for them and their food. product. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you know how how it's it's difficult for say like a a little one man team to make a game when someone else has a full time job yeah to support them with this being a uh, a husband and wife team there's not someone else there to kind of shoulder the burden a bit they're clearly both in this um i think actually that's really important because like um they don't have a pr team yeah. Right. The, the gentleman Ben was the one who was fielding all these things, and his medium post was, "I kind of mishandled this because I was used to working in a certain space, and I just didn't get that like people wouldn't." Un- so I mean, I think he's too kind to these people. Where he's like, yeah. "People didn't get my tongue-in-cheek thing, and I was being yep. a little sassy because I was used to that, but I didn't get they might misinterpret it." I'm like, "No, they're willfully misinterpreting this. Like, mm, yeah, we didn't absolutely. get was." These people are assholes, and that's why EA has a huge PR team to just try and mitigate these things. Yeah. But also, what's kind of really shitty is, um, well, EA, like, coming up with Star Wars Battlefront 2, did they get harassed for exclusivity on Origin? No, obviously not. Because they published it, and it's their store, and that's just, I, I mean, I think it, or did it come out on Steam right away? I can't remember. But even well, if it didn't, I don't, I don't... I don't think so. Yeah, so, I mean, that, like... Even if it did, they, you know this wouldn't happen because it's about punching down mm. and being an asshole, and you can't do that to the corporate entity in the same way. So you're, uh, but yeah. because of that, they're more yeah. happy to be okay with yeah. corporate corporations doing worse things. Yeah, it's kind of hard mm-hmm. to it's it's harder to come up with good slurs for corporations. You got all these racist slurs already to talk about individuals, right? I think I think they could figure. Well, I have faith I, in their, I, 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 in their I think, destructive creativity. I, I think you have too much faith in their intelligence. No, oh, I don't think they'll be smart. <laughs> Although, actually, no, I, no, I will say there was one. There was I briefly saw one tweet which I did think was really good. Uh, one of the in, insulting tweets, which um, it doesn't didn't have any racist slurs as far as I'm aware. So I think we, we can. I mean, yeah, we can say it. Uh, I think anyway. Uh, it was a little bit. Let's see if we go up. Um, oh, it does have a racist slur. Okay, that's good. Um, but no, okay, the main part, so this part, which I really like, is uh, saying that they took 10 cent pesos after stating that you wouldn't. 
which I think is really nice because uh, clearly t- the, the, the Tencent thing is meant to refer to this sort of Chinese control and then yeah. they're talking about Tencent pesos. So it's a really nice blending of these kind of weird stereotypical... Yeah, I will also <laughs> say that, that, that this particular um, comment that, you, yeah. uh, that you're highlighting... Oh, sorry, Anna, yep. Yeah, yeah, so it, it has both the N-word and the K-word. The N-word, the K-word, it's got the, the Chinese influence, it's and got the, the Mexican, Mexican thing. Yeah. It's really, this guy is just... Bang on. Yeah. Yep, yep. That, yeah. that that does sum up very well just <laughs> yeah. everything that has that, that every comment that they could I possibly mean, have received this is in, in why that I don't know how to tell people I like and play actually to be honest it's not even I mean, you, we all know I don't actually play video games I just talk about them um, but like telling people I have a video game podcast feels weird because that makes mm. me mm. seem like I'm in the gaming universe in a way that I definitely don't always want to be tracked in yeah because yeah absolutely that's the outward facing world but, yeah, but you have to yeah but i mean you you, you also like it, i mean these people are not representative of the majority of ah yeah but but outward facing they are there's enough they're they're yeah, so vocal okay. yeah that yeah. like when people think of gamers they think of these cunts yeah yeah mm. not these cunts hmm Anyway, um, yeah, so it's awful. It's always been awful. I think it's important to, every so often, remind ourselves just how bad it is, especially to really, like, simple is the wrong word, but really innocent, um, non-boogeyman members of the gaming community. Like, it's a a couple making a small game. Mm -hmm. They're, like, the the smallest fries you could possibly be, and they're just thousands upon thousands of terribleness. Just because people don't like a store, and not even like it's not like I can, it's not like the storefront doesn't let them download and install the game. It's that it it doesn't let them be in the group they were in with their friend and chat. Like, yep, you're right. It's really hard to chat with people on the internet if you're not on Steam. Thus, it because Epic Games doesn't have built-in chat. There's just no way to talk to your internet friends. It's impossible. That's it. No, no one's got phones. Oh, hang on. There's not is even that, an is that what Nintendo platform said? called or Discord, Bethesda? which is about being better at talking about mm. about enduring games than current platforms. That doesn't exist. It's not like we're currently using this to record. No, not at all. Not at all. There's, there's no platforms whatsoever to talk to anybody yeah. if you're already doing something. Yeah. So, oh, what a lovely, what a lovely thing to start off on. Adol, you've yeah. opened a beer. Let's move on. Oh, uh, we haven't. No, I haven't opened a beer. Uh, we're gonna. Oh, you not opened it. You just, uh, you're just now, it. So it is again from Next Level Brewing. It's the five o'clock Earl Grey IPA. Um, it has flavor text. This brew was inspired by British culture. Earl Grey tea and IPA both have history in being transported overseas. We united them to form a modern beer for open-minded people who can imagine the brilliance of bergamot combined with orange hop aroma and dry bitterness. So now it's tea time. Time for five o'clock. Um, so again, this is Viennese. Obviously, it's 6.1%. Best served at 9 degrees. Uh, it has uh, Vienna Caramella malts at a 4 out of 8. Got that one right. Mm. <laughs> the hops are first gold, EKG, and Fuggles. It is 4 out of 8 hoppiness and 5 out of 8 bitterness. And it has a special 4 out of 8 Earl Grey tea. Wow. I've ne- I mean, this is yeah. very interesting flavor text. Um, and it's got yeah, actually quite a bland just five o'clock. Yeah, and just just yeah. to just to just to let you guys know how how badass we are, it is currently 
thirty-eight, and we are drinking a beer called Five O'clock. So, yeah, just that's... You finish that. Oh, You're breaking yeah. all the rules breaking for the, the rules. beer this week. I'm going to open a beer as well because I finished mine too. So whilst you pour, Excellent. I am going to crack open a beer from Duration, um, which is Dripping Pitch. It's a West Coast IPA, 6.7%. There's no flavour text. No, there is. That's a lie. There is flavour text. Uh, dripping Pitch is a decades-long experiment on the flow of a highly viscous liquid some would say IPA has also become a decades-long experiment, changing and flowing with our taste and location. This West Coast IPA is but one stop on the IPA trip. Citrus, zest, and resin usher in this crisp and bitter blast from Cali. It has got... The yeast is California Ale yeast. The hops are Cryo, Simcoe, Amarillo, and Centennial. And the grist is Pale Malt, Golden Promise, Vienna Malt, and Dextrin Malt. Hey, Vienna Malt. I've clearly planned this in some way. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to open this. Have you guys poured? Are you ready? Are you yeah, looking yeah, at it? Yeah. Does it look nice? Give it a smell. Darker than the last. Yep. Um, yep. Sweeter. Sweeter. I can, I, can, I can definitely smell the Earl Grey. The bergamite meat? Yeah. Yeah. I'm having a trouble, but I... Really? A trouble. But I have like this much extra. Uh, like, yeah. Just a little... Yeah, I mean... Yeah, to be honest, it's it's, it's zero gray. Mm. Um, there's a bit of an extra sweetness. Mm. There's not a lot of malty on the on the nose. It's actually quite light. Mm. Like I definitely, it's, it's not a strong smelling beer. Yeah. Again, it might be because I'm half I'm drinking from a tall yeah. pine glass, but um, kind of. I mean, it smells more like a cocktail almost. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Mm. There's none of those like beer markers. Mm, mm. I mean, from the um, flavor text and from those really random scales that they have, it seemed very middling. Everything was four out of eight, wasn't it? So, yeah. So, so yeah, it was like four malt, four hoppy, five bitterness, which I, I actually find it not that bitter. Uh, yeah, it's not that bitter. And you know what? You say sort of like middling, but I, I think that's good for this one. Yeah, I yeah. just had a taste, and I think I don't want any yeah. of those flavors to be stronger. That's uh, that's okay. Like, Sort of perfectly balanced. Nice. And uh, as in the flavor text, I really, I you know, I definitely can taste the British culture. So are you, I, I'm, I, I'm feeling like I'm getting annoyed at being in a queue. <laughs> do you feel, do you feel more at home than you have been since being back now? Yeah, I think so. I think so. Uh, I, I mean, would, would this have been comfort beer when you were in China? Being ah oh, yes, Britain. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I, I would have felt very colonial though. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Like, um, I'm about to establish some kind of trading company and sort of steal all your resources. Um, it is a little sweet. You definitely mm. feel like you got to taste the 6.6%. To me, at least, I find the bergamot is kind of masked by the other beer flavors. It's only when they fade away that the finish is clearly Earl Grey. Like, I don't in immediately notice them in... Mm. Amongst the other flavors, I, I wouldn't say it's masked at first. It, it's it's not really pronounced, but it's sort of like it's. I can still taste it. It's still there, which which I think like because I'm not a big fan of Earl Grey tea, Earl Grey tea in general. So like I don't like the really really pronounced like you see yeah. like some sort of like Earl Grey flavored beers and stuff like that, and they'll and it'll be like really pronounced. I don't really like yeah, that like, too much. Oh, you just put forty pounds of bergamot in, yeah, and yeah, all yeah. I can taste is bergamot. <clears throat> but also when I have Earl Grey tea, I don't want it just to yeah, be bergamot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
Um, whereas this is sort of like it is there, and I, I can taste it, but it's not it's not super pre- prevalent. Mm. That's fair. It's good um, that it's it's a sort of a balanced uh, yeah. balanced um, beer and it isn't giving you too much. It's it's nice, especially like Isaac. How how uh, like how into beer are you? Like, I I drink a lot. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, I mean, beer is very into me. Um, in in that function, yeah, there's the, been a lot of yeah, beers that have yeah, been exactly. inside. Yeah, exactly. There's, of, there's yeah. a lot of beer that's been inside of me. No, I mean, I, I, yeah, I like I like I I I like beer quite a lot. I mean, I I don't, I don't know if I have ever spoken about the flavors as in depth as we have been on this podcast. But no, mm. I think uh, yeah. I mean, um, you definitely try different things. Yeah, yeah. I think you lean more to um, lagers and light pale ales than like stouts and porters yeah well although a lot of it is like dependent on sort of where i am so i mean no nah, it's because we've been drinking in the summer regularly in the past well week, that right? it's also it's also like in general in britain i prefer um uh like ipas and and ales in general yeah. and i always thought that was just because i preferred ales and then i went to bruges and i was like no i, I love lager that's yeah. that's actually the thing i yeah. really like it's just i've never had like a really good one before yeah that's fair yeah Says the guy drinking out of a Heineken glass. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's, um, yeah, so I, I like this. I, uh, to be honest, what I want a little more out of this is a little more of a bitter tail end. Mm. It's it's supposed to be an old gray IPA, and I feel like, I mean, it, it says it on on the tin, on the mm. glass tin, um, that it is uh, exactly half hoppiness. Uh, but like to me. To make it like an Earl Grey IPA, I want some lingering bitterness to like make to ideally twin with that bergamot mm. that's lingering, and instead it yeah. kind of yeah. feels more like a pale ale than mm. an IPA to me. If if it's supposed to represent British culture, you would expect more of a lingering bitterness. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, you'd expect that as soon as you cracked it, it yeah. all just left this European bottle. Yes, yeah, and then sort of like constantly went back in and came back out, yeah. and it was like. Oh. Uh, they ended up all on the floor, and it was a terrible mess. Ah, you cut me up there. <laughs> <laughs> um, how, how's your beer, Ben? Um, well, if you do want a lingering bitterness, this is definitely a beer to pick up. Um, uh, it's 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 quite light on the nose. I was expecting a bigger nose than this mm. for sort of like a West Coast IPA. It's quite light, but it's super fruity. What it's kind of lovely? Are I mean, it's it's oh, we're talking about uh, like, you know see through. Clear beers. This yeah. is super, super clear, and it's a sort of a, a slightly amber kind of color as well. Um, you could probably mistake it for a lager or something like that if you were just glancing at it, sat on the table. Um, but it's it's kind of full of um, fruity flavors, but it's got this lovely oily sort of resinous running through it as well. Uh, you know, almost edging on kind of like a little little bit of a piney kind of flavor which flows into this lingering bitterness which sticks around for a little while um and it's it's not uh it's not dry at all so i'm sort of sat here that bitterness is still with me but i don't i have no urgency to pick this glass back up and have another sip that's a good point about both of these next level Mm. um beers is they're they both have a really wet mouthfeel, so like at no mm. point where, where did I or I feel like I needed to like quench my thirst with it. It was just mm. oh, I wanted to have another sip. It, it never felt like that. It was never this drying out thing. Yeah. Um, 
which is a, a thing, as um, listeners will know, is a thing I dislike because I want mm-hmm. the taste to bring me back, not like this forceful uh, mouthfeel. Um, so, I mean, I actually think that because they were sort of nice and wet in the mouthfeel, both of these um, next novels we kind of just were able to nurse in a way, even though they mm. were Yeah. It's not like they had huge lingering aftertaste, such that we were like, oh, well, I want to like f- finish this taste experience and then refresh. It was just like, well, this is kind of just a drink in front of me. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And I think this is this is maybe where it's it's sort of one of its strongest points that it has that, that bitterness and it lasts, you know. Normally, you get that bitterness and you're thinking, okay, I need to go back and refresh. I want that sort of citrusy start to it. I want to be sort of slightly refreshed by what I'm tasting. But this bitterness has that kick to it. It's got that, that sort of zestiness enough pairing with that piney, oily kind of nature to it mm. that it's just a really nice finish that lasts and lasts and lasts. And I just don't need to pick it up, which is great. Because I yeah. will reach for it because I want to taste that and I want to experience that again rather than being rushed through it. So it's a really good uh, West Coast IPA. Um, I think I had one a few weeks ago which kind of didn't really give me the style very well. I think this this nails it. It's, it, it's spot on. So yeah, yeah, really um, well made, really good beer. One, one last question. Um, sorry, I, I sort of pseudo-asked it before but I think we both interrupted me. But like, what you said of fruitiness, I'm just curious what types of fruits. Like we're talking tropical, citrus. So it's apple, it's much more it's much more grape here. or whatever the fuck I said. Kind of grapey, just a large green grape that crunches when you bite into it. Um, <laughs> it's uh, it's more it's much more citrus than than anything else. Um, I think maybe the 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 that that shift into a kind of a pininess, maybe makes me think a little bit more of those kind of grapefruity flavors that Sweet. you you know uh, that, that, that you kind of that you get but I don't wow. think that it is in the there I, one. yeah I think yeah. it's just I think it's just a citrus that merges or flows well, very dinner. well into the into the end result so yeah yeah big big sort of zippy zesty citrus hit to start cool. off with yeah excellent Mm, so, we've talked about people being dickheads. What are we going to talk well, we'll about talk now? We'll talk about Gamers TM, but yes, I mean, those are codes. <laughs> no, they're not. There's more dickheads than Gamers DM. Yep. I fucked up the term. Yep, yep. But I caught it before someone else could. So. It's well, fine. I was about to say it, but, you know, I thought that, you know, I didn't want to embarrass you in front of your regular listeners. That's okay. I embarrass me in front of my regular <laughs> listeners on a weekly basis. <laughs> sort of my shtick. <laughs> <laughs> Um. Okay. So, um, what have you been doing, gaming and beer wise, Ben? Ah. All right. Um. What have I been doing? I've been playing lots of games, but only little. Oh, also, yeah. yeah. Sorry. Snippets. Little snippets of games. Um. What have I played? What have I played? I. Uh. I've been playing a game called Solo, which is a little puzzle game. But Lucy's playing that as well. So I'm going to so wait to talk about that once if she finishes it. But it's at least based on the hit movie, she, right? It is. It is. You're a Wookiee and you fall off a train or something. I don't really know. Um, that's as far as it, I've it, seen it. Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen it, so I don't know. Oh, really? Kind of guessing. Solo. That's no. quite good. Okay. You're a Wookiee, and he, but the way he doesn't fall off the train. Uh, I mean, Does he he's not? Not seen it. That's why he said. I've not seen it. Falls. Oh right, I yeah. see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Spoiled. 
spoiled yeah. for me. Done. There, there is a train, is. though. Well, yeah, I mean, there yes. is a train. There's a train scene, but then he doesn't. Yeah, that's I remember why I was confused. The he doesn't fall off there. Oh, well, then it wasn't spoiled. Oh, the, the trainer? The, 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 the trailer spoiled it for you. <laughs> that's it. Um, that's okay, exactly right. so... Um, Outside of solo, is there is there a game you've been or are you you last time we spoke you were kind of flitting between small and big games if I recall correctly. Um, I'm kind of I'm still flitting between stuff. Um, I got a code for um, Outpost Zero, which is a little bit of a mix between kind of like a Rust, a No Man's Sky, a Subnautica type thing. It's kind of a you know you're plonked on a planet and you've kind of got to collect resources and build a base and kill stuff and explore stuff and do things and it's 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 quite interesting so far um looks really good sounds really good my computer's not quite up to the task mm-hmm. of running it um that's kind of one of the things i've been trying to do this week is transfer all of my shit right. into that, the into the like, new forgot, yeah. tower uh, yeah, yeah. So I've only played Outpost Zero for I don't know about an hour because I kind of got a, a little bit annoyed at how janky my computer was to want to then move into the new machine that I've got. But as you guys can see, I only have one pair of plastic hard drive rails, and I need three pairs to stick all three hard drives in. I just so, stack them on each other. They're not gonna be that. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I didn't want to stick them on top of each other. Trust me. Yeah, it's fine. I'm, I'm <laughs> an XIT professional. It's fine. Yeah, do it. It'll be alright. It doesn't need any airflow. It's fine. Um, I mean, to be honest, no. If they're your secondary and tertiary drives, no. They're just not gonna produce that much heat. No, no, that's very true. Uh, but I'm trying to source. I'm trying to source these fucking rails. There's no identifying features or marks on the rails that I currently have to know um, which yeah, but brand is there, they are. Is there a brand in the case? Um. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. It has engraved in the case the word "digital cradle," but I don't know what the fuck that is. Um, and apart from that, it's blank. Um, Apart so, from it so having that, a load of Corsair innards and yeah, AMD innards, that's about it. Um, so I, I would definitely look into see if you can figure out what the case is, and that'll tell you what mm. type of rail it is. Yeah, I might yeah, have but to. But also, you can come on. Oh, I, I mean, you're I, a tinkerer I'll, and an architect. I know. I know. I so always had. I had. I did have three of them stood up on their side. In the in the housing at one point, and thought, Ooh, if I move this, if I kick this machine, they're all just gonna fall over. Yeah, so I'll figure it out. Yeah, exactly. You Keep could my feet away them while you're playing. That's true. Ooh, yeah. that's true. I've just got to make sure that I juggle yeah. one way and then juggle the other way, so my cables don't all twist uh, too much. Smart. Yeah. Plus, I probably need another two hands to do all the um, what, typing how, and the mousing and the how stuff. How big are these drives? Uh, all three point fives. Uh, size? Oh, um, one is four terabyte, one is one terabyte, and the other is. I mean, this is the thing we could say off air, but I'm curious. One terabyte? Because uh, I think I have a spare enclosure, and possibly okay. a spare four terabyte drive, in which case you could just downsize Ooh, to yeah. Enclo- yeah. Like an external. Yeah, it's making sure I just. I, it... Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 
This is this is this is no longer a fruitful podcast talk. I just <laughs> we can edit this later. What else have I been playing? We're not going to edit yeah, it later. We're not going to edit this out. I've also been playing the Moonlighter um, DLC, which Ooh. I think is called uh, Between Dimensions. Um, I actually finished Moonlighter, which is a fantastic game. Loved it. Um, I wasn't that far off of finishing it when I picked it back up. So I spent maybe about an hour, finished it, and jumped into the, the, the DLC, uh, which is much more of the same. It's, you know, that lovely dungeon jumping, dungeon running, um, and shopkeeping sort of rotating gameplay loop, which is really yeah. nice. A little bit of downtime, doing some stuff, thinking about it strategically. Um, and it just mixes up all of the enemies that you've encountered in the dungeons and stuff into one kind of dungeon. So it's just just really nice. Cool. Um, so, uh, so, sorry, did the DLC... Um, it, it Did it just... Was it like more like a shuffle, or did it introduce like new gameplay dynamic uh, mechanics? Um, it may have. I don't know what I, what I've sort of encountered. There's been like constant updates and things to the game, so loads of little bits have been constantly like pulled into this over time. So it's kind of um, you know, at some point they introduced different kind of people coming into your shop or they introduce different uh, uh, elements so suddenly like a bird comes in and disrupts everybody so stuff has kind of been added through the game that I'm not really sure what's been added previously and then what this has kind of right. given me past just that one new dungeon and it throwing everything kind of at you and being harder than it previously was really um, so again though it, I've only spent like an hour with it, so I haven't dipped into it yeah. too much. But uh, but finishing the game was you still wanted to like see what the DLC did. It wasn't like one. Of yeah, those. absolutely. And uh, yeah, I got a code for it as well, so I kind of have to have a little bit of a look, I suppose. Cool. I surprise, surprise to no one, have played basically no game, <laughs> um, including the game I need to start playing because where I'm supposed to do a review for it. <laughs> Which um, one was that? The Church of Something 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 Something. Oh, Darkness! Solitude? Church of Darkness. Darkness. Thank you. Yeah, I was just say Solitude, mm. but I don't know where that's from. Um, yeah, that's going to be on the weekend. Oh, also, I'm really looking forward to this new. Oh fuck! I've lost the link. Um, this game that's just been put out on the Humble Monthly. It was coming out to Steam September nineteenth. Which I was going to mention in our oh, yes. gamer um, talk, <laughs> sorry, our gamer TM talk, uh, but it didn't come up. But like, there's this game called uh, where are we? Uh, it is called. Come on, internet! I'm good at being prepared. Kind words, um, and it's basically. It seems like the premise is. You te write a short letter about something that's worrying you, and then it gets sent anonymously to other people, and then they comment on it, and it turns out this is a really happy-go-lucky, friendly group hug thing that is surprising everyone who interacts with it because basically no one's getting vitriol or trolling, and it's it's mm. just like a lot of people being mm. like, I kind of <clears throat> said a thing I wasn't mm. hadn't told anyone else, 
and I got support even from people who were like, I don't, I don't actually understand your position. Mm. I'm still going to be like empathetic. Um, and why I was going to bring it up in the la- in the first segment was because I think this game won't go well when it hits Steam because I have <laughs> no faith in gamers mm. TM. Um, but I think this weekend I'm going to try it out. Yeah, uh, nice. I'm super curious. It's gotten like a substantial amount of people being like, "Wow, this is really simple," but also like restoring my faith mm. in people not being Twitter. Yeah, let's hope it never gets big. Yeah, exactly yeah. right. Um, and so like it's set to be it's exclusive on Humble, and I think currently mm. I don't even know if it's just the Humble Monthly people or if mm. it's sold in the <clears> store, but. Um, is it sort of moderated enough to stop? So, the, so there, there's no current. Um, the the devs haven't said whether they are moderating. Or okay. Anything. So, like, this is why I was going to bring it as a tangent because, mm-hmm. like, I haven't played it. I've just just learned about it today. Yeah. But I, I as a humble monthly subscriber, I have I have a code to this game, so mm-hmm. I'm going to try it out. Um. But yeah, that and Church of Darkness. No. Yes. Already forgot. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, will be the games I'm going to try out. Um, cool. I yeah. Just you were saying about you know uh, you know you hope that the game doesn't get big. You know for that kind of the base that they currently kind of have, and for mm. people not to sort of like then get you know when it gets on Steam to infiltrate it too much and things. So loads and loads of games kind of go under the radar, even yeah. w- releasing on Steam, and they have their own little communities and things. But I think that's one of the issues with actually reporting on stuff like this because suddenly like, you have just Polygon. raised it to the wider audience and Polygon being Polygon tons of people read it that hate Polygon yeah that's, it's, it's, that's it's, exactly it's, what my, my worry is is that yeah. if Polygon hadn't said anything I bet this wonderful experience would have kept going mm. but there are people who yeah. think Polygon is just a bunch of SJWs yeah. and so them saying oh this Gaming experience is really mm. nice and supportive. Means I will go ruin. It's a general yeah. problem, though. I mean, like, you read any online publication. Oh no, but like, and then like most of the comments will be from people that hate that publication. Right? Yeah. That's yeah. Fair. I mean, I think I, I guess the the point is that Polygon actually does take perspectives into account. Never read the comments yeah. on yeah. anything. Yeah. But like, bec- Polygon has the reputation of being the most SJW yeah. gaming publication. Mm. So them pointing out this is a really interesting, fruitful, heartwarming experience yeah. makes it more likely than if, like, Game of Sutra or Rock, rock Paper Shotgun did it, said something mm. similar because the people who might pick up on it might be like, oh, well, I, I might still want to ruin that, but, like, I want to ruin it because Polygon fucking Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, cool. Well, um, so I will hope to hopefully say more about this next episode. Uh, we've got one mm. more beer. Nice. Um, you, you, you smashed that last one back a lot quicker than the first one. Yeah, I think... Mm. Yep, we did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, this last one is from a different brewery from Vienna. Um, no, it's not. It's another next level. It just didn't have the next level cap. I thought I grabbed the other one. Next week, I'll have the other brewery. I, I literally judged it based on... For our uh, video listeners, two had this cap, one didn't. I was like, cool, I'll grab this one. It's from a different brewery. No, yeah. they just had them. So this is the next level's um, No Kangaroos in Austria. Aussie IPA. Uh-huh. It's a 6.6%, uh, 60 IBU. Uh, it's malts are Pilsner, Maris Otter, Oats, and Cara. So mm. no Vienna malts. 
Mm. Uh, four out of eight maltiness. It's got the Ella Vic Secret and Galaxy hops. It's a five out of eight hoppiness and five out of eight bitterness. Should be served at eight degrees. Mm. It's definitely warmer than that by now. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, we'll live. Well, I mean, have you have you mentioned the the label? Oh can no, we, that's can great. We, can we show the label? Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, it's a it is a it is an octopus with fighting a kangaroo. And I just want to say, as a vegan, I do object to drinking this beer. <laughs> <laughs> there were no animals harmed in the making of this podcast. Um, probably other than the cartoon ones on this bottle. Yeah. I like how they were harming each other. I like how they're arming each other. How they were harming each other. I thought you said arming. Yeah, well, the octopus has four punching glove arms and and presumably four four feet. Yeah, and then the 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 poor. Did did the other ones? Did the octopus have an eye patch on the other ones? Yeah, they all had eye. They all had eye patches. Okay. Yeah, clearly it's it's a bit of an odd uh, you know symbol for your brewery, Mm. eye patched octopus. But fair enough. What else are you going to have, right? Yeah. An elephant? Ooh, maybe they're all sea What are you, fairers. Wiper and True? Yeah, well, yes. My, my, my brother actually has the um, the um, uh, the delirium elephant as a tattoo on his on Really? His arm. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. And it's the delirium elephant? Well, it, it's, it is the same. Like, it's actually the other way around, and there is supposed to be some significance to that, and I'm not sure what that significance is. Oh. Um, I can't really remember. Huh. But yeah. Hey, he hates beer. He just he well no, I mean he loves beer. And oh, clearly. Yeah. But what maybe he likes he likes when he's drinking that was, beer I, at his reflection. Uh, yeah, that's what it is. He likes drinking <laughs> it in the mirror. Uh no, it, it was it was there was some story to do with when he like first had delirium in in France or something and then he had, it was a it was a a stonking good time. I think. There's probably more to the story <laughs> than that. It was probably deeper than that. I mean, I'm making him sound very shallow. But, um, That's fine. Mm. He's not going to listen to this, is he? I mean, who knows? I guess if you advertise it on your Facebook wall. Yeah. Um. Wow, that is a really light nose. It's quite mm. sweet. I actually think there is a bit of an appleiness there. Mm. I think it's just a sweet fruitiness. <laughs> um, it's very, it's very light. You can't. I mean, I can't really. I'm not really getting much from that. Yeah. Um. I'm just going straight to taste. Jump straight in. Mm. Mm. Oh, mm-hmm. that's, mm. this is a bitter aftertaste. Like this, yeah. this is a little drying out. Again, sorry, with respect to the other ones, it's not super like bitter, but it's lingering bitterness. Um, Again, it has those 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 large green grapes with the stalk that yeah. we've spoken about. Mm. Yeah, the crunchy ones. The crunchy, the crunchy large green grapes mm. uh, with the stalk and the leaf. Hmm. Something else going on in the four. It's quite being able to decipher that. And this is another one of theirs without the like the only one that had flavor text was the um, uh, Earl Grey one. Um, yeah. It's a good beer. I mean, yeah. it's 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 a little more IPA. Than the Old Grey IPA, mm. in the sense that it has that lingering bitterness, mm. but it's really easy on the foretaste. Yeah, um, huh? there's something there. I'm not sure what that fruit is. So I think it's not 
super citrusy. As a general comment, though, I'd say probably as as a taster, this one's pretty nice. I quite like it. I probably preferred the Earl Grey as a taster, mm. but my favourite as a one to just oh. sort of drink a lot of. We're not. Well, we'll do that at the end of the oh, pod. God, oh, yeah, yeah. You didn't explain <laughs> the the layout to me before. Yeah, we'll we'll we'll, we'll make our final. Re- judgment. I was about to reveal some deep oh, secrets. I know. No, no. Be do you want to you want to talk just about the taste oh, of this one? And oh, then we we'll, wow. after this segment, God. which is also going to be you talking. I'm not going to be on part. this show again. Yeah, it's fine. Um, <laughs> uh, to be honest, we. I mean, I've definitely. It's done the same thing. Like, yeah. actually, I clearly like this one more than the mm. other ones. I'll tell you. The I same think thing we. I think minutes. we all have. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. But I. But I'd like to hear about your thoughts about the taste about this one before you compare them. At least. Yeah. I, no. I mean, it's 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 a bit of a weird one. I think because I I can't. It's kind of hard to really pick anything out. I mean, there's there is quite a lot of bitterness. Yeah. I mean, but I think the foretaste is quite sweet. It's a little appley in the sense yeah. of like generic fruit apple. Yeah. Mm. So it could just as easily be our mocking grapes as well. Yeah. Um, the grapes of mock. Mm. They're the uh, stepchild of the grapes of wrath. Oh, um, okay. Not worth it, was it? No, no, that was terrible. I was going to try. I was like, in my mind, I was like trying to come up with something no, like to grape a mocking. And I was like, no, that's yeah. just, there's no, there's no fruit in that. Hey. We got know. there in the end. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's just, I think it's really straightforward. I, I do like that there's a bit of a lingering bitterness. Yeah. Slightly dry, but not too dry mm. in the mouthfeel. Um, easy to drink. Um, and it's just called an Aussie IPA, which I don't know what makes it Aussie. And presumably it's the Ella and the Vic Secret and the Galaxy Hops, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, beer. Cool. It is a beer. Um. That is true. <laughs> That that's that yeah. is the condemnation of kindness. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, my my standard move um, is um, inoffensive. Yeah. That's how I oh, say sorry, things. sorry. Yeah, no, okay. no, it's fine. I'm just letting you know yeah. that we all have keywords. Yeah. Um, so um, Isaac, mm-hmm. uh, as you, this is the first time on the podcast. Yes. Um, why don't you tell us a bit about? E- Either you and gaming, which could yeah. be I don't actually do this, so just okay. guesting on thing, yeah. or like the last game you played, which I know you play games occasionally on yeah. different systems. Pick pick one path and just yeah. Uh, well, tell I, us about I it. definitely used to be a lot more into games than I am uh, right now. Uh, I've actually I've had, I've had a sort of problem with video games recently, whereby like even games that I can objectively recognize are better than the ones I played in my youth. I don't have the sort of the same drive to play them. That I used to uh, in in my youth. So uh, a little while ago, I was playing a, a little-known game. I don't know if you guys have heard of this. It sort of flew, in, flew under the radar a little bit. It's called Spider-Man. Uh, it was on, on PlayStation, PlayStation 4. 4. Yeah, uh, so a, a small like indie-developed thing. I don't. I, don't I, know I thought it was yeah by Sleepless Games. I think yeah, um, something like that. Uh, I think it was called Spiderman. <laughs> it was actually it was actually John Spiderman. Yeah. Uh, it was, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. Last name. Yeah, John yeah. Spiderman. John Spiderman. Sleepless Games. Yeah, on the PlayStation something or yeah. other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and and uh, yeah. I, I have Ben's copy here. I have yet to, to okay. start it up. No, it's. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I've I don't know if you've spoken it. about this before. I don't know if this is a no, too fine. cliche no, 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 a topic just, to really talk about. It never is. Okay. Um. I mean, yeah. I, I. I guess. Well, I have played games in between that. I actually one of the last games I was been playing most frequently is 2048 blocks 
on 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 the, yeah, on let, the let, let, let's stick on the, the Spiderman track the Spiderman. and then you can tell me what the fuck a 204A blocks oh is. okay but, well, like, you guys went for a treat yeah I'm super uh, interested but yeah. like so yeah you, you seem to have a weird opinion about it that you're trying to like no well uh, okay so so I guess you're, I guess you're dancing is, you're dancing a little bit yeah, that's yeah, what I mean. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so I guess my my main thing, my main sort of takeaway, and I, this is, says more about my own personal psychology than it does about the game, I guess, is that like, it's like I, I, I objective, I realize that objectively the game is probably the best Spider-Man game that's ever been made, um, and I realize that objectively it's it's probably a lot better than Spider-Man Two on the PlayStation Two. <laughs> no, it's the best web-setting ever. Um, but it's I just. You know, I it, I just sort of don't have I don't have that same drive to, to yeah. play Spider Man that I did like Spider Man Two on the PlayStation Two. It was just it it was just incredible. I mean, it was it, it, it I yeah it it was it was one of the best games I've ever played. I um, actually think that the main plus of Spider Man PS4 mm. is trying to redo mm. the web slumming, slinging of Spider Man Two on the PS2. Yeah. But there are, at least from what I've seen, because again, I haven't bothered to play it because I'm the worst. Mm. <laughs> um, there, there are moments in Spider-Man, Spider-Man mm. PS4, where you are slinging just kind of nowhere, but it works. Yeah. Um, but in Spider-Man 2, that didn't work, and like yeah. they, they put a lot of effort into the physics of swinging. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And but you I play think it on various different difficulty modes yeah. with the swinging as well. Which but I, really cool. I think what made made a lot of people jump on uh, Spider-Man PS4. Was that um, it was getting the spirit of that, but yeah. with the convenience of yeah. Yeah. the the games in the interim, which yeah, which I get you might bulk at, but no, I think not, that's not, why not. a lot of people love the web sling in yeah. that game because it gave yeah. you like in, the interactive physics, but also yeah. some leeway. No, I'm not Ben. You've actually played this game. Um, is it true that sometimes you were kind of sw- slinging to nowhere, or is this a miss? I, I, I want to oh, yeah, know. Yeah, I don't. I don't think so. I think it cool. was quite. Because I read that uh, once. Yeah, I think it was quite good in its um, in in your web like web anchoring. slinging abilities and it, and it actually connecting with the environment around you. You know, you're not suddenly going through Central Park and able to just swing through the sky. You kind of you mm. have to pull yourself towards trees, and then you are swinging, and it's connecting with the trees, but you're mm. swinging super close to the ground. Yeah, and right. then, obviously, within the city, when all the buildings pick back mm. up, you can yeah. then traverse sort of vertically up and swing through the... Mm. Almost through the sky, but you're still connecting, or at least you. I felt that I was still connecting with those taller yeah. buildings. And there's a little bit of a slowdown when you get away from the taller sections and right. you have to kind of dive back down into the, into the lower mm. sort of built-up areas and then swing through yeah. those. So um, I, can, I can see why... You would feel that way, though. Why you would kind of feel, you know, because Spider-Man Two made a very big point about mm. that, and that yeah. was kind of one of its selling features. Is like you, you cannot just swing everywhere. Yeah. You need to hug close to buildings and be there. And obviously, they didn't kind of. That was not in the marketing for for the new Spider-Man game. So yeah. right. you can kind of see that maybe there is that little bit of disconnect between that. You're not thinking about that. Mm. I think maybe I can, I can understand what you're saying with Spider-Man 2 in, that it was such a big jump as well yeah. kind of for games that it's such a it, it's such a marquee kind of title really yeah. 
that you're like fucking it's it's like I, I feel the same about like Final Fantasy Seven where right. suddenly you build up and you're like, Fuck me. This is this is what games are, you know, when I was yeah. however old I was when I yeah. played it. Yeah. And whereas Spider Man PS four is is great, I really enjoyed it, but you've got lots of similar quality games out yeah. so it doesn't quite have the same impact like it's yeah. a n- nostalgia plus like yeah leap forward in yeah like, yeah. Gameplay. yeah yeah so i and i think yeah i think also it's sort of like the thing about spider-man ps4 is that it, like, it's nothing there's, there's nothing about it that's groundbreaking and there's nothing about it which it does mm. better than than every other game but it's yeah. just sort of like yeah. it does everything As very good. very well yeah you know and so it's like the you know I think that there's like incorporates some kind of some kind of stealth elements in like when you go into the warehouses and stuff like that, mm-hmm. which are not quite as good as like the Batman Arkham games. Yeah, but you know aren't that much worse. Aren't that much worse? Yeah, and like and again like with a lot of the fighting, like the you know the fighting is not the best fighting of any game that you've ever had, but it's it's up there. Yeah, or at least it's you know it's 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 very good, and I think all the elements combined. Especially with like the element of just like just kind of the fact that you're swinging through New York City and it's just sort of like so incredibly visual and you can yeah. see it all and you get this yeah. kind of, like blurring and uh, it's just so I guess all of it comes together in this way that like it doesn't with sort of other games but then there is this sort of nostalgia element with Spider-Man yeah. Two and things like that, which is uh, difficult to overcome. Mm. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, I guess the question is, um, would you play more of Spider-Man in PS4? Mm. Sorry, John Spiderman. <laughs> John 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 Spiderman. Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I would. I, would, I actually did, I did. I mean, I, I'm, I'm sort of trash talking. Well, I'm not trash talking the game, but no, you know, I mean, I'm I think you're, you're drawing a distinction. It, yeah, I kind of sound like I'm talking it down, but I did actually get to 100% completion. Jesus, okay. Uh, <laughs> which, <laughs> that that is that is yeah. a bit of a nugget you should yeah. share. Yeah, uh, yeah. Although, well, the interesting thing about the game is that 100% completion is not all of the things you can do in the game. Oh, um, when you say 100% completion, is it's not it's not fully platinumed then. No, it's no. not achievement completion. It's game completion. Yeah, so they have. I like, fucking hate all this shit. Yeah, I will never yeah, be yeah, that yeah, person. Yeah, okay. I'm so glad I'm never going to be that person. I can barely start a game, yeah. let alone finish it. So, little, like, <laughs> but I get what you're saying. You finished all of the plot elements. Oh no, no, it's not just the plot elements. So like to get 100% completion, you have to do all the plot elements plus all the named quests within each region of the city but mm. there is one thing which is not included within the name quest which is the secret photography thing oh for fuck's sake and you come across the city and they're not this the secret photography things are not like mapped out there's a special perk you can get at the oh. very end of the game where yeah. you can you can oh, it's see a double down type thing you can like see the ones that are close to you but only the ones that are close to you so you have to just swing around yeah so you have to yeah. just like swing around for um and you're not gonna i'm not i'm probably not gonna do that because um i don't really care about the plasma award that much that's fair I mean, um, oh, actually, one thing I will say. I'll uh, just sink down into my chair as someone who did that. Oh, you got all you got all the secret photos. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He, I mean, he, I enjoyed. He fucking platinum the game, then lend it to me, and that was months and months ago. Still haven't installed it. Okay. Actually, I may have installed it. I can't remember. I can't remember the last time I turned my PS4 on. Yeah. Yeah. So, do you, is there any secret suit that you get at the end from doing all the secret photos? I Maybe hope birthday suit. Maybe I don't know. There is a naked spider, not a naked spider, a shirtless yeah. Spider-Man. The shirtless Spider-Man really? in, in, in his underwear. Mm. He was wearing the mask. And you get in the underwear. You get that when you do the hundred percent completion. Yes. And yeah. this is one of the things that actually annoys me, probably the most about the game. 
purely because there's not much annoying in the game. Yeah. Um, is that uh, that last suit, the special ability, is that everyone goes down in one hit, including you. Mm. Which oh. is a pretty cool ability. If you're good but at dodging. But what's really annoying... Well, I mean, it, I, I think yeah. it's... But yeah, yeah it's so, a cool ability. It, it is a cool yeah, ability. It's, it's a cool ability to have. Uh, it's a very sort of Dark Souls-esque thing to do. Yeah. And the really annoying thing is that it lasts for like five seconds. I feel like it's something that you should just have on constantly. Oh, I, yeah. I assume, yeah, it's, I assume it's when ability. you said this, this yeah. was like... Yeah. No, it's a, it's a flag with a timer and, and yep. a cooldown. You assumed that it was like that? No, I'm saying this is what you're telling me. Oh. I assumed it would have been a permanent thing. Yeah. And you're saying, no, I yeah. flag up for five seconds, then there's a cooldown where yeah. I can flag, flag mm. up again. Yeah. yeah. I, that is stupid. It's really, it's like if you're including something like that, because it's... it's Especially when it's like end game kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, okay, cool. So what I'm hearing is I will probably enjoy Spiderman. Yes. The John. Yeah. yeah. You will. John, yeah. John, John the Spiderman. Yeah. Um, cool. Uh, now I'm actually super curious before we like start to wrap oh. up. What the fuck is 2048 Marks? Well, okay, so uh, uh, you may have heard of the game 2048. No. No? Otherwise it's I would... A, I mean, it was it was huge on the App Store a few years ago, on all the App Stores. Uh, I mean, it rings a vague bell, to be honest, but I, I don't know if that's just because it's, that's a number I've seen before it's, uh, or it's, it's an app I've seen before. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a game which is about uh, powers of two, basically. I mean, that... Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and you've got it like you're in a little square and you can do certain moves where it moves oh, all yeah. the numbers it's and like, you've got to match the sort of numbers together. It's like basically. Uber Sudoku kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, kind of, but it's sort of like you're moving them around and you've got to like, if, if you squash two twos together, they become a four. If you squash two fours together, they become game. an eight. Yeah. You've, played, the objective- yeah, no, you've played this game. Yeah, I was just like, I'm yeah. pretty sure I've talked about it on the yeah. podcast. Yeah, you have. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this game. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, as, as soon as, as soon as I saw the screenshot, I'm like, oh, yeah. I know what you're doing. And so, two or four, being a dick, and, and it's definitely a game I played for yeah. a long or longer stretch. Yeah, okay. Two or four eight blocks combines that dynamic with sort of Tetris, right? Ooh. So, yeah. How? All right. Well, describe it. Ooh. Well, I mean, I, I think I can. I mean, I think I'm probably in the middle of the game right now. Probably. Oh, so it's possible. Um. Yeah, well, it, you can kind of leave it, right? And it becomes... Yeah. Then you have to click resume. Four-hour four audio-only yeah, listeners. I'll get there. I'll get, I just want to sort of uh, visualize it so I can... Yeah, so, I mean, basically, what happens is... like, you, So, you've got various different... Okay, this kind of fucked up here because I paused it. But, like, you collect the sort of different blocks together. And when they come down, like in a Tetris, they'll sort of join together. Okay, so I get it. So, so, yeah. so um, for those of you who can't see... The screen, mm. which you could have shown Ben, but you're an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, you so, chastised me for sort of opting for yeah, the visual element. Yeah, and then you're like, element. oh, I want to do the visual element, and then you didn't follow it was, through. The visual element yeah, was fine. to try and sort yeah, of organize matter. my own thoughts to talk about it in um, a better way. So basically, you have different numbered mm. squares falling. Yep. They're still just a single block, but obviously the name of the game is to get blocks with the same number next to each other so you yeah. can swipe them together yeah. and then they become... Oh, you don't even next... swipe them together. They just so go they just, together. They, yeah, they, they just collapse go together, together, making the next yeah. power of two. Yeah, exactly. So, but the really interesting element mm-hmm. uh, is that... Um, so they go together if they're if they're next to a block that's the same as them, either sideways on or below, like ver- vertically or horizontal. Yeah. However, you can get certain circumstances where you have a block horizontally below and... A block the other one vertically. That's I I got the wrong way around. So don't don't worry about the camera. Yeah, yeah. but you just yeah yeah. So you can get 
And then when it does that, it doesn't go up to the next power of two, it goes up to the next next power of two. Uh, do you know, do you have any foreknowledge of which block it will, which space it'll ultimately inhabit? Uh, so it always, it always joins with, so if it joins horizontally, yeah. it'll join with the one that lands. And if it joins vertically, it will go into the square below. Okay, cool. Sorry, just thinking, you're talking about the confluence, so it's like, is it like a crapshoot of the four spaces, but it's not. Yeah, so it's like, so say you've got one hit, so say you've got you're, one It's going to go like down and... Down and, yeah, down and sort of to the, towards the middle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Actually, that sounds like a very interesting game. It's I really would. addictive. It's so addictive. Um, it's, it's to be honest, like, I play, f- I play it far too much. And uh, yeah, and uh, so, so I have, I have, a, a, I think the highest block I've ever got to was probably like thirty-two thousand something. Jesus, maybe I got to six. Um, I've definitely so, got thirty-two thousand. So in the Tetris <laughs> version, you're just yeah. trying to. It's just like a time trial thing. Because no, oh, block no, ever, it, it, it ends when you cannot stack any more blocks. Right, right. So you but, get but to like, the top. but like, if so long as you keep collapsing things, I think the key is this. It's not like if you get a twenty forty-eight block, it disappears, despite the name. Oh no! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So, so I think it's yeah, important. Yeah. Like, the, so the two hundred four eight thing is is just because of historical reasons. Yeah. Right? The, but the an original right. game isn't yeah. it? The point was to to get the get to a two hundred four eight block, yeah, yeah. then you'd pass the level. Yeah. In this yeah. one, whereas realistically, in this one, if you only get to two hundred four eight block, you're a noob. Right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you need to get good. Uh. Yeah. Cool. That actually sounds like I might want to try it out. Yeah. Amongst all the other games I've just been playing. Yeah, but it sounds like a nice kind of like little game that you can it sort is. of, you know, sit on like the toilet and play, or yeah. sit on the bus and play something yeah. like that. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, I often play it on the tube, and people are sort of like yeah. bumping into me and like doing all these things, and they get quite annoyed that I'm just sort of staring at my phone. But it's like I can't really stop. I mean, I can stop. Yeah, but obviously but... there's a flow going on. Mm, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So I just tell them to fuck off. Yeah, that's fair. It's yep. the tube. <laughs> yep. Cool. Um... Well, on that note, Ben, do you have a favorite beer? Um, yes, yes, I do. Cool. Uh, would you like to share it with us, or would you like it to be a secret? I'm going to share it. I think now is the right time to share our favorite beers. Um, I really like the Yonder, um, the the Cash. It was nice. It was a little bit different. It was a dark ale, but it had a lot of different flavors going on. I think that the duration dripping pitch is just a really good West Coast IPA and it's a really good beer. Like it matches the style really well and it's just really, really nice. It was super light. Well I said super light, six point seven percent. But it felt super light. It didn't feel like a big beer. Um, it was super boisterous. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's kind of um it's an easy pick I think for me this week because I would very swiftly pick up the, the the dripping pitch again to drink right now, whereas the yonder was um, was a nice beer, really nice beer, well made, but I'm happy with kind of the one bottle and what I had. Dripping pitch, I want more of, and I think I find a lot of that with duration. They just seem to make beers which are very well made and quite Moorish. Uh, you know they're they're super easy to drink, and you just you just want another almost instantly. Yeah, but after they're, you've but they're like a flat taste curve. They're they're interesting, but manage to keep that like exactly easy yeah. to drink thing. Yeah, 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 well balanced and interesting, but that just that just go back so easily. Yeah, yeah, that's what they say about me. 
Hey, hey. Isaac, note. then. Uh, yeah. you, you, Isaac, you seem to you seem to know pretty yeah, you early wanted to which say beer thing, you, you prefer. So, 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 tell us, or uh, but you feel free to go through all the steps. Uh, I mean, about about the favorite beer. You mean? Yeah. So what? I mean, well, actually, I think I've kind of changed my opinion now. Uh, so what I was going to okay. say beforehand, which um, which was not actually an outright favorite. It okay. was sort of like preliminary comparison as like a tasting thing. As like a thing to taste, um, I'd rather than sort of like you know drink a few of. Yeah. Let's say, mm. um, I, I I preferred these two. No, sorry, no, so I preferred the I preferred the no kangaroos in Austria. Uh, I preferred it as like a, as a thing to sort of like oh that's that's quite sharp. Mm. Um, and but I thought, mm, but realistically, if I'm having a few of these, I'll probably want either the five o'clock or the local hero. Most likely, the local hero as a thing to have quite a few of. Or, yeah, know, more than one. More than one. Yeah, yeah. Um, but after getting to the end of that sample, I kind of feel like actually the no kangaroos in Austria. You what you kind of you sort of get used to the the sharpness of it, yeah. and it actually just becomes quite enjoyable to drink. Rather than you know, like I obviously yeah, your initial taste seems to seem to have been like. Oh, there's interesting goings on things going on, but yeah. they're kind of too forward, and so I don't mm. think I would have another one. But by yeah. the end, you were like, I, I could, eat, I could have another one of these. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think that was. Uh, whereas I sort of think with the, I, I probably went the other way with the five o'clock, thinking that like in the beginning, because all of the tastes were sort of well balanced, I felt like I could have a few of these, mm. and then by the end, I was like, I'm happy to move on. Yeah. If you know what I mean. So there's a weird kind of like opposite effect with them that like the. With the five o'clock, the more I, it's not that it's not that I didn't like it as I as I went on. It's just sort of like by the end of it, I was happy to have a different yeah. one. Whereas yeah. with the no kangaroos in Austria, by the beginning of it, I was like, I'm not sure I could have loads of these. And then by the end of it, I was like, I probably could. Um, there's like a sweet pear in it. Yeah, that's the fruit we couldn't find. Sweet, <laughs> a sweet pear in which one? I think in the no can- kangaroos. No in kangaroos in Austria. I think. You so. think? I think so. It's fine if you mm, don't say. It. I probably, I probably wouldn't say so. Like, like oh, actually, you know what it is? It's a distinct, without the texture. If you've ever an apple pear, mm. there's that that. But like most of the time, when we build talk about apple pear, they talk about like the fact that it's an apple with the pear texture, but it has a sweetness to it. It's really light, okay. kind of delicate. I think that's what's lingering. So what is an apple pear? Yeah, I was gonna say. I, I mean, it's an Asian fruit. I don't know. What yeah, I think it's like, like a, a like as in like the 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 yellow ones, like the Chinese. The yeah, large, yeah, 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 yeah. So I I think of that as a Chinese pear. Fair enough, Chinese pear. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's not the okay, texture, but the taste. I understand. Like, it's got yeah, that, yeah. that that delicate sweetness. Yeah, that's the lingering thing. Now I get thing. what you're saying. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Hi. Yeah. yeah, I forgot that you uh, lived in yeah, China yeah, yeah. for <laughs> eight months. So obviously, they like I was gonna say it's not a thing I've ever seen in the UK. Yeah. Didn't need to see it in the UK. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm uh, kind of on the same page as you. The local hero was a pale ale. Mm. And my biggest problem with it was it was just a pale ale. And to be honest, mm. I think um, I was hoping for a little more depth or a little more variety from the next level. But it's, it, um, I mean, they just do sort of more subtle or more soft tasting beers. Mm. Not, you don't get a boisterous taste, which is fine. I really liked the Earl Grey IPA for the fact that it was a really light-touched IPA that mm. still did the bergamot things, but in a way that, like, again, normally you hear Earl mm. Grey IPA, you think, yeah, bergamot, and this yeah. didn't do that. Yeah, which was um, nice. Yeah, so I really liked both of the IPAs. Uh, I'm actually going to side with, with um, Isaac on this, which is 
based on the I would reach for it again. Mm. Yeah. Um, I thought, to be honest, um, I would have reached for the 5 o'clock Earl Grey IPA again if it had more strength somewhere. But it was just mm. a little too soft, and like it just felt like it wasn't committing to what it was doing. And so it's like, like, like you said, Isaac, mm. by the end of it, it was like, okay, what's next? Yeah. Not... Okay, well, like, like literally, we had half a bottle. Right? Yeah. So like, if at the at the end of half a bottle, I'm not like, oh, I wish I didn't have to share. In, yeah, in like yeah. In the sense of, I want more of this, and something is kind of fizzled. Yeah. And the the one of the three beers where I was like, oh, I could have more of this was the No Kangaroos in Austria. They're all fairly similar because, again, I think Next Level is doing a specific thing, which sure. is like soft, mm. more subtle, like moves in the taste profile. But ultimately, um, I just thought the one that did more interesting things and was like a little more consistent across both uh, the start to finish, but also the um, first time you tasted it to the last time you tasted it. The the one that was brought me back in different ways was was the No Fangers in Austria. So it nice. is no surprise the next level beer because I thought I was grabbing two mm. next levels and an on, but I grabbed three <laughs> next levels. But it's the No Kangaroos in Austria Aussie IPA for me as well. Good, good. So that wraps up our favourite beers and it wraps up the episode for this week. So let's tell people where they can get a hold of us. Isaac. Yes. If people want to talk to you, they want to give you shit about, you know, talking about oh, Tencent they want to, and they were, stuff okay. like that. I definitely oh, did not warn you that there's oh, a plug section. Okay, great. So if Gamers TM want to kind of send me a load of vitriol <laughs> and abuse, they can do this in a variety of ways. Uh, I, I, do, I do have an Instagram account which I kind of forget the name of i think it's just i think isaac? it's just isaac keen yeah i think it's just isaac keen um uh oh oh i so i do have a twitter but i haven't been on it in about in about fine. two fine. years yeah that's fine so um that <laughs> are you be... allowed to while you're in china well no but you're also technically not allowed to go on instagram or facebook or any of those things but you just get a vpn and then you know it's all fine really yeah it's fair um. Uh. I guess I don't know. I mean, how how how, how will people contact me? Should I give um, my phone number? I, I know. <laughs> if people wanted um, to contact Isaac with respect yeah. to this episode, they can always contact him through tankedupcast at gmail dot com. Yes. Yeah. Uh, tankedupcast on Twitter and yes. tankedupcast Instagram because we finally yeah. have tankedupcast on all the things yeah. right. instead of with the weird underscores. Um. And also, could, if 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 you're looking for avenues where you're likely to hear me again uh, then you should subscribe to This Next Act which is on on the same channel as a, a stand up show that's recorded uh, every week every Sunday at somewhere not far from where we're currently sitting. That's right Exam Wine Vaults. Yep. It is the comedy podcast of the Out of Lives Network yep. um, which is coming off of hiatus <laughs> Yes. That is slang. Actually the first episode to be released will have me featuring on it. It definitely won't, because I've already started editing it. And it's not the one you were on. <laughs> I'm not on about the one I was on back in February. Yeah, that'll be the second episode released. Oh. Okay, sorry, I misunderstood. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Fair so enough. this is some weird back production yeah, 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 inside yeah, baseball, yeah, yeah. but two episodes a week, Yeah, and it'll be the summer sessions and the backpack catalogue. Oh, so the summer session one will come oh, out slightly before, I see, I see. but then the back catalog episode. But I was also were, on the summer one of the summer sessions, but ones. not the but not first, the first one. one. Yeah, yeah, fair enough, fair enough. 
Okay. Uh, what you need to know, though, is it's live comedy, which uh, it's live comedy night, which is new material, new comics night. It is mm. more raw than you will find on Netflix, but also more real as a result. Mm. God, that's not a bad tag. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. It's good. That's, that's, you've you've that's got that good. down. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah all, and um, oh wait, will they hear your announcer voice? On yeah, it? obviously. Yeah, well, good, good. I mean, because Adil's announcer voice is something you want to hear. <laughs> so, yeah, that's fair. Um, cool. Uh, I guess I'll just go. I'm the, at the Omniarch on all the things except Twitch, where I'm the underscore Omniarch. Um, but just you know, if you, oh, and Switch, you know, add me on the other things. Um, I'm, I, I might actually play a game once. Ben, <laughs> if people want to contact you outside of the podcast, how would they do that? Uh, I'm at Nova underscore 47 almost everywhere, Twitter and PlayStation and Instagram as well, although those are just pictures of kids on the beach. My kid. Yeah, I was just like, don't, don't take kids on the beach, yeah, man. Yeah, I sort of didn't want to make a joke about it. Because, you know. <laughs> cool. But that's it. That's all of us. That's how you can get hold of everybody, all of us at Tanked Up Cast. So, for another week, we've been Tanked Up. Bye. Goodbye. Ciao. www.outoflives.net